What you focus on expands. And so if you're always focused on the negative, this not working, I don't have this, this going wrong, this going wrong, you're going to notice everything wrong going on in your life. Next thing you know, that's all you're thinking about and the way you think will be your reality. Dang there every day, I write out like, what are like 10 things I'm grateful for, but like really just being intentional about what I'm writing out. Even just realizing how um, a change in gratitude or becoming grateful can automatically like help switch your mood. It just made me realize there's a lot to be fortunate for and grateful for, and there's nothing really to complain about if you have a roof over your head, if you have food to eat, if you have a car to drive, even if the car don't got air. I remember having a BMW. It would take mad long for the heat to get hot, but the car still moves. So that's something to be grateful for. So I just realized there's nothing to complain about. Just show gratitude in those moments. All right. What? Yeah. What's up? What's Let's get it. We haven't freestyled in a minute. Where have you been? Nobody knows me like you do. Nobody gonna love me quite like you can. I was trying to get us copyrighted. That's why I stopped. <laughs> exactly. Jada did the little voice for the first time she today. She did off camera. She did a voice. Yeah. Come on, do it again. <laughs> bro. At first you didn't even peep though. I didn't peep. I didn't even peep until I did it. <laughs> Y'all know voice is contagion. Yeah. Come on. If you in the comments, send us a video and do the voice. <laughs> Where did you even get that from? We just started doing it. Yeah, it was just one time. And I think just... I did it first. You did not, yes, bro. I That's did. your problem. Bro. You stay trying to claim something because that was me for sure. I did it like, first. Out of all things, I know for sure no, I did I that. I definitely did it first. I'm not in the spirit of convincing. That's the season I'm in. <laughs> y'all got that from No For Sure. The boys? No, we didn't. Yes, y'all did. No, we didn't. I was doing it before. Um, ABC I'm Simone. not going she does. Man, I think it's slightly different, though. I didn't get it from there. I didn't get it from her either. But if you did it first, then you got it from her. <laughs> what? You got to say you didn't get it from her, but if I did it first, what? <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> no, for sure, it's long gone. Oh. Okay, let me stop. <laughs> I respect B. Simone and Megan both individually Shout and together. But I did not get it from them. Where'd you get it from then if you started it? The Lord led me. <laughs> led you to know for sure, pot. <laughs> All right. Bro, no, I didn't. Anyway, what are we doing? Come the on, story. don't be awkward. Well, first of all, wait, wait, wait. Hey, y'all, I'm Jada. What's I'm Yanni. Yeah. What's the best of order? Nothing around uh, no, no, no. Right. Because Trey never like us saying our name. I'm Trevion. What's good? I'm Trevion. Let's get it. What about the podcast you want to introduce? Before we and this is the Growing Pains podcast where we talk about business and the life of a younger adult. Yeah, period. Let's get it. Before we get into the episode, what's two things y'all are grateful for? I am grateful for. Wait. What's something you're grateful for? I'm trying not to think of nothing basic. Yeah. Even yeah, that's why I said wait. I was about to just say something. Ooh, say one thing you're grateful for 
in the past, one thing you're grateful for right now, and one thing you're grateful that's mm. for that's going to happen in the future. It's like say one thing you're grateful for when you were one, two, three, four, and five. That's how I do my best. <laughs> okay, one thing that I'm grateful for in the past is my growth. I used to be out of pocket. First thing that come to mind, I'm saying it all for it. What up? Period. So I'm, I'm grateful that I think before I say no. Okay. And I that's your right tend now. To, oh, that is? That's, that's a pass. Oh, well, you said now. The I, growth. Like, I thought you could. Yeah, well, the, because the you growth. said now, I thought you were the saying growth, you're right now. Stay, okay, okay, okay. stay up. Anyway, <laughs> I'm grateful for the growth with, you know, thinking before I speak and before I do. Okay. That's from the past. You go. Oh, I thought you were going to go through all of them. Oh. Well, we can do the first one. Okay. I'll say one thing I'm thankful for in the past is overcoming depression. Something. Mm, yeah. Um, one thing that's been on my heart the past two days is I'm grateful for my mom. Like, Aww. how she raised me. Specifically. Well, that's a current thing. No. In the past? Oh, the way yeah, she raised you. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How she raised me, like. Um, I just been thinking a lot like dang she really taught me a lot in middle school about I could do whatever I want I could be whatever I want and I just been thinking the past few days like I wonder if she taught me never taught me I could do whatever I want or be whatever I want like would I have like a lot more like limiting beliefs so that's, that's one thing real. I'm grateful for I feel the same yeah I love my mama P.O.P. hold it down let me throw it P.O.P. mama I love you P.O.P. Nah, yeah. my mom, my mom be coming through. I like that when you're an adult, you, well, this is not everybody's circumstances, but I like the fact that now that I'm a young adult, my mom is still there to help out in For any sure. kind of way That's that she real. can. Yeah. Okay. So what's the present thing you're grateful for? Mm, that's a lot to be grateful for, man. Yeah. That's a lot. I'm not going to lie. The season I'm in right now, I would say I'm grateful for just like what God has brought me through because I've been that's able true. to just move with ease now. Yeah, that's real. I'm grateful for everything. I know it's yeah, so much it's, I'm grateful I can't. for right now. And then it's like if I say this, well, what about this other this thing? Like, oh, snap. I forgot yeah, about that. Like, yeah. you feel me? So okay. I'm just grateful for where God brought me. Because I could say everything too. Um, Don't I go will, down the whole list. I will just say that. Uh, I talked about this on book club. Um, I have been praying for a while that I wanted to feel like closer to God. Uh, I wanted to have like an increase in a desire for his word um, and just feel his presence more. Um, and that has happened over the past like week or so. And so that's something I'm really grateful because I'm like, dang, I really feel God with me now. That's real. I'm so, grateful for that, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grateful for everything. Yeah. Real quick, real quick. If you're not subscribed to the channel, what are you doing? Tap in. Tap in, twin. Take a five-second break and go subscribe. Exactly. We got so much on our channel, y'all. We got blogs. We got challenges. We got silent library. We got everything. So what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? Go subscribe right what now. What are you doing? <laughs> go, go subscribe. Stand on business. Go stand on business. Go stand on business. Exactly. Yeah. Let's get back into the episode. <laughs> okay. So okay. what's something that you are grateful for that... Or something you're grateful for for your future, like that you know it's going to happen. Even though it hasn't happened yet, you know it's going to happen, mm. and you're grateful for that. Ooh, that's a big thing to just state. Jalen's mom has me does that, and it's so helpful. I used to say I'm grateful for my successful launch before I had a successful launch. I like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, so I'll say I'm grateful. Even if it's some some somebody that you know you're gonna become, like that future version of yourself. Mm, it okay. could be like That's what so, I was about to say too. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm grateful that God I'm grateful that God Sorry. is going to use me in big ways to influence people for his kingdom. Ooh, I love that. Okay. That's what I see. Ooh, it's so many places you could go. I would say <clears throat> grateful for the future life I'll have, the future kids, wife. That's something I thought about too. Ooh, yes. I'll be thinking about that um, too. Because I pictured that a lot, what my life will look like once I mm -hmm. have a family. Dang, that's so huge. Yeah, I'm grateful for, what was the thing that you said? Just about, yeah, I'm grateful for being used by God, being led into growing into a different version of myself and never giving up on myself. So I'm grateful like that. for that. I like that. I like that. I'm grateful for being a millionaire, having a bust down on my wrist. Yeah. We're going to be sitting here like, I was about to say the next line, but I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the same thing y'all said too. Um, I think I'm grateful for like just the end of the year version of Jada, just Ooh, because yes. I feel like so much growth is about to happen. Like that part, like mentally, spiritually, just in all areas, I feel like is so much growth is about to happen. Like I literally just was thinking about it earlier today. Like I'm about to be stretched so much this year. And so, even though I don't know exactly what end of the year Jada will look like, I know it's going to be a much better version of myself now. And so, I'm definitely grateful for that. Like, for sure. yeah, like who I'm going to be at the end of the year. That's real. I feel like my thing recently is I've been so tapped into the future version of myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, I was already into like kind of the spirit of like um, just thinking ahead mm -hmm. and who I'm going to be ahead. But after we did that vision board, it really, right. I don't know, it kind of kicked, kicked in me because it's like I could yeah. see it. I could literally see it. And so recently, like, I've just been journeying a lot on, like, how I want to carry myself, how I want to speak, how I want to, all of this stuff. Yep. And I've just been so, like, focused and inspired by the few, I haven't, it, I'm not even her yet, but I just Same. know she's going to be so amazing. Bruh, so, I've been really tapped in as well. That vision board, I don't know, it just sparked something in me to really live in the picture of my life of where I'll be at the end of the year. Yep. Just, I was washing the, like cleaning the bathroom yesterday and I was just saying to myself, this is going to be my apartment. Just claiming it. This is going to be my room. This is going to be this. This is going to go here. This is going to go there. Yep. Just planning in my mind, living in the vision and not thinking about where I am, but thinking about the future place that I already am. That's so yeah. Yes. I was just going to say real quick. I remember um, right before I moved, well, before I moved here to Atlanta, I moved to North Carolina. Mm -hmm. First, I was living in Maryland. So I moved from Maryland to North Carolina, North Carolina here to Atlanta. And before um, I was able, before I moved to North Carolina, my grandma, and I was living in Maryland with my dad. I ended up moving out, ended up getting kicked out, and then I ended up having to move back. But I remember feeling so defeated because mm -hmm. I already knew I wanted to move to Atlanta. I just didn't know how. Mm -hmm. And just imagine, you're like, okay, we're getting somewhere. Mm -hmm. But then you got to start all over again. And I remember just feeling like, bro, like every, I, everything 
I keep having to start over. I keep going back to ground yeah. one. And I was doing the same thing. Like, especially the room I was in, it was so beat down. Because I, I was living in the same house I lived in since I was born. And so, you know, stuff mm -hmm. started getting yeah. old and run down. And so, like, I'm living in my, not living in my room, but, well, basically living in my room. I'm in my room doing everything as if literally like you were saying, one day, you know, I'm going to be in Atlanta. I'm cleaning my bathroom one day. It's going to be my apartment in Atlanta. I'm working out one day. I'm going to be in a nice gym. I just, literally everything I was doing, I, I first of all, I couldn't even do it with my eyes because I was already feeling down. Yeah. So everything I was doing, I had to do it in here. Yeah. And when I tell y'all the way it just happened, yeah. like that's why I'm thankful because um, the faith, you know, having faith is important. Yeah. And it really does keep you in the spirit of going. Because what if I was like, forget it. I'm not yeah. moving to Atlanta. I wouldn't have been here right now. So For sure. Yeah. And a lot of times I always, I just am so, I'm in a place where I'm grateful right now for just where I am, who I'm becoming, the way my mind is changing. I feel as though right now I'm doing a lot of mental work, breaking down the barriers of my perspective because you're a prisoner of your own perspective. So with that, it's just me journaling, me picturing where I'm going to be. Those are all the things of me breaking into a new place of where I am and not living in the past of, oh, do you think you could do this? Do you Are you sure you're going to be able to questioning where I'm going? I know for sure where I'm going. I know where God is going to lead me. I know where I, what I'm capable of doing. So I'm just really in a space of being having grace, having gratitude. And even today I was getting a little overwhelmed and I was like, that's you trying to take control. You need to pray or something real quick. And that's real. I was at peace. I feel that um, I actually have been in that kind of same space too, as far as like anytime I start to feel some type of overwhelm or anything, it's like, bro, I'm good. Like, God, yeah. it's like literally. literally just realizing that everything is like just all laid out at like, everything's going to be fine. Like the whole plan is laid out. Um, I have no reason to stress. I have no reason to worry, you know? Like, it's just like, let me just release those feelings, you know? That's real. And um, I was going to say, it's crazy because you can have the vision. Like for instance, when I, when I had to move back to my dad's house, I didn't know how I was going to get here, but I knew it was going to happen. And sometimes we let those steps, that, like, we let those steps um, hinder our vision. Mm -hmm. It's okay if you don't know the steps. It's okay. Like the Bible says, man makes the plans, but God is going to determine the steps. Yeah. You know, so having the vision is good, but don't get so caught up in how it's going to happen or planning. And it didn't go that way. So now you got to plan again. Mm. Yes, make your plan and stuff like that is good to, you know, see for yourself where you're going. But if it don't work out like that, that just means God wants to get you there another way. Yeah. You may need to have some more growth that needs to happen before you get there. You may need to experience some more things before you get there. So don't get caught up in the steps. It may not have worked out the way you have thought. But if you still see the vision, God says it's still going to happen. It's just not going to happen your way. Mm. For sure. Um, last thing I'll say about this, um, my mom, one thing I'm, this is, and this is, it just goes back to why I'm grateful for her. Mm -hmm. When I had to come to Atlanta uh, for school, I think it was like one year. I didn't have any housing or anything. And um, my mom was like, just go. Like, and I'm like, where am I going to stay? She said, and this is before like me getting saved or nothing. But I honestly, I think my mom taught me a lot about 
well, she told me a lot about having faith in yourself, just faith in your dream. And so she was like, just go. Like, you figure it out when you get there. Like, you'll figure out what you're going to say when you get there. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and so then we drove to Atlanta. And it was like maybe like 8, 9 o'clock that night. I ended up getting a place to stay. But it's just like imagine if I would have just been like. Um, Forget it. Yeah, like, been like, oh, well, because I don't know the how, because I don't know how I'm going to have a place to stay, I'm just going to stay here. I'll stay in Houston another week and just keep calling them until they figure out my living situation or something. Like, I could have did that, but I didn't. So, yeah, but. Um, yeah, for sure. Well, but were you about to add to, to it? I was just going to go into the next thing. That's you don't even know the story to go and do it. And that's why I was gonna pass it to you. I was gonna be like, "Hey y'all, this is not hey y'all right now." This is not the introduction. So, anyways, y'all, we're about to take a little break real quick, and we're about to do growing topics. And I'm gonna pass the story to you, Trey or Yanni. Okay, so. Oh wait, wait, wait! wait. Growing topics is hot topics. <laughs> hot topics in society. All right, pass it to Yanni and <laughs> Okay, so there was this one time, well, not one time, this was last week, when I was at the barber shop, and my barber, he cuts hair, of oh, course. Oh, no. No. I mean. Does he cut hair? Obviously. <laughs> he cuts hair, but it's not his shop. He don't own the shop. He's just a barber. And so, you know, he don't, I don't want to put all his business out there, but basically, <laughs> like, yeah, basically he was in an Uber and when he was in the Uber, they were telling him that he's not an entrepreneur technically because he still has to clock in and, you know, cut hair. He's uh, what they were explaining is that an entrepreneur is someone who has other people doing the job that you delegate the work, that you outsource, that you have systems in place. And so from my perspective, I learned to just be quiet sometimes. You don't always need to say something. Sometimes you need to hear the full conversation. So everybody was having this different perspective on how how is he not an entrepreneur if, you know, he gets to manage his own schedule. He gets to raise his prices up and down how he wants. And yeah, what's your perspective? Because he was looking at it as I am an entrepreneur. I get to work when I want to. I get to charge how much I want to, different things like that. And the other person was looking at it as you have no systems, you have no people under your belt working for you. Well, oh. No, I'm just, I just want to search over the definition of entrepreneurship. Well, it, to me, it goes back to that book that I was reading, uh, Cash Flow Quadrant. Mm -hmm. And there's a difference between being self-employed and being a business owner. Mm. And that comes down to like what the guy in the Uber mentioned. If I'm not mistaken, that's what he said that the guy was reading the book. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's why he said that for yeah. sure. Because he, the, how the conversation started is because the Uber driver was saying he read a book. And I think that's the book. If I'm Probably, not yes. Yeah. Because, yes, if you're self-employed, then you're basically just a few steps above an employee. You're still an employee. But if you are a business owner, a business owner is um, someone <clears throat> who creates systems and they have their business work for them. And they're not so involved doing all the labor for their business. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, technically, yeah, he's self-employed, but he is not a business owner. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, like, an entrepreneurship is paid by the system, their systems. Mm -hmm. Self-employed, you're doing the work. Yeah. And that was the thing for me that 
I, like I said, I didn't speak because I would just wanted to hear everybody's perspective. Yeah. And it just shows me that maybe he do need to open up his mind to more as well as the other people around that were talking because all of them were getting defensive and saying like, well, what does he do? Is he an entrepreneur? But nobody took the time to actually listen to what he would, what the actual intention of what he was saying. And maybe my barber wasn't explaining it well, but I understood it on both sides of mm -hmm. what you said. He's more so self-employed and that's what they were stuck on. Like, oh, you're self-employed, you're an entrepreneur. I was looking at it as, well, you don't got no systems. So if something were to happen to you today, can your can you still make money from barbering? Probably not because you still got to use your hands and all of that stuff. And even the owner, he was there and he was saying, and it was like, dang, I'm kind of, I kind of felt bad because I wanted to say something, but I just was listening to everybody's perspective. The owner of the barbershop, he's literally sitting right across from me and he is cutting hair. So they were arguing, all of them, and they were like, well, he, I, I don't know his name, but I wouldn't say it anyway. He, they were saying, um, well, you'll be able to still make money. And he was like, no, I won't. He was like, if something happened, um, that that's it. And then that's when they were like, well, the, uh, the owner. owner of the barbershop, oh, they were okay. like, um, he was like, if something happened, that's it. And then that's when somebody was like, well, your kids could run it. And he was like, no, they can't. And I was like, dang, you don't got no systems then. That's what that mean. So that means technically y'all all in here self-employed, but y'all yeah. argue, they were arguing over the fact that they're self-employed and not understanding what an entrepreneur is. And that's what I believe most people should consider. Do you want a lifetime brand where you work it, until you die or do you want a legacy brand where it lives on beyond you? I mean, that could still be entrepreneurship, but I think it's more so like, are you a business owner? Yeah. Like, or yeah, because technically just, it is still entrepreneurial yeah. because the definition is the activity of setting up a business or businesses taking on financial risk in hope of profit. Mm. So you're when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. getting paid by an investment is yeah yeah I, I would i would agree probably the way i would put it instead is business owner how you say are you a business owner where you are like living off your systems yeah. or are you just self-employed that's real are you you're still an entrepreneur but which one are you yeah and where do, would you like to go moving forward we're all i think we're all still self-employed right yeah, yeah for sure but the goal is to eventually get to that point you yeah. know like where we delegate and don't do as much that's uh, actually yeah that's crazy because literally i was just about to like before i came here i was just about to figure out what systems i could put in place that can um scale because that's what scaling yeah. is putting systems in place mm -hmm. yeah definitely yeah. that's what i've been working on too i'm actually gonna bring on an assistant this week so I'm yeah 
yes. So I've been like, put, I put together a list. I wrote out all my systems for everything I do. And then I went back through and highlighted what's everything that I don't need to do that mm-hmm. assistant can do. And because I spend a couple, like three hours every morning doing like computer work, like just admin work for my business. And it's like, okay, assistant can do all of this. Even I had like two business calls last week. And after the call, I was like, I could have had an assistant do this. And she just could have gave you the notes from the call. Unless it's like with a client, mm-hmm. but, but not like someone trying to do a proposal. If someone wants to do a proposal, I'd rather have an assistant talk to them. And she just tells me, yeah, okay, this is what real. the person said. And yeah. So, yeah. I agree. Not having every, my bad. Not having everybody um have access to you. So that way you have different tears in place how kind of how um that episode never released but the one with princess when we did go get her link up and she was saying not everybody has access to her or the services that she specifically provides and i think that would be ideal anyway for any business owner well for anybody yeah self-employed or into entrepreneurship to become a business owner because I look at it as if being a business owner with your systems in place, you can focus on your expertise Mm -hmm. instead of doing the busy work, instead of doing, oh, I got to do this, this, this. No, what are you good at? Okay, eventually get to a point where that's all you're focused on. Everything else is taken care of. And you can just hire on people who are good at what you need done. Like my expertise is not customer service. Mm. So it wouldn't make sense for me to grow a brand and not put a system in place where somebody else is taking care of that for me and I'm focused on the content creation and building mm-hmm. the brand. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's the end of growing topics now. Let's get back into the episode. So like you know how you were saying you're grateful for like your mom um like pouring into you, telling you that you can be anything you put your mind to and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I feel the same way. Like I feel like I talked about it before in the episode, but my dad literally did the same thing for me growing up, like literally instilling entrepreneur habits in me when I wasn't even, well, I was a little bit, but I wasn't all the way having habits like journaling yeah. and all that stuff. He would tell me, get, when you get home from school, make sure you write in that journal and I'm yeah. going to check. And just letting me skip school, ride around with him while he's doing side jobs. Like all of that really instilled like I need to have some type of freedom. Like, yeah. with whatever I do growing up. I remember one time, I was young. I think I was, like, in middle school. I literally prayed. I said, God, I don't know what I want to do, but I know I don't want to work for nobody. Mm-hmm. I said that when I was in middle school. I wasn't even thinking about entrepreneurship. Yeah. So, yeah, that's crazy. Hey, y'all, what's up? I know you're enjoying the episode, but real quick, who wants to take a second to talk to y'all? Hey, pull out your phones right now and text the word GP Crew to the number down below. Let's get it. Go do that right now. You're going to get updates about new drops, events, and so much more. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Now let me get back behind the camera. Let's get it. No, for Not real. For sure. um, honestly, gratitude. I, I feel like sometimes people don't really realize how much it uh, impacts your life. Um, it's We're really supposed to stay in a place of like Thanksgiving, of gratitude. Um, like thanking God or just being thankful in general for like what we have. Um, it's I, so like now in my life, I try and make it a habit of dang there every day. I write out like what are like 10 things I'm grateful for, but like really just being intentional about what I'm writing out that I'm grateful for. Even like since I woke up late when I got here, I settled in, I wrote down like, what am I grateful for right now? And a, a lot of times, uh, 
like now what I'll do, because uh, this is something I was taught, like literally writing down the things that you're grateful for in the future, like how I started off with y'all and also stuff you're grateful for right now. And uh, sometimes I do the past as well. But even like if it's something that I know God has shown me, like God has been emphasizing, ooh, God has been emphasizing on my heart that this year he is going to like, he's been putting community and friendship on my heart like so strongly. And so I'm writing out, I'm so grateful that I'm about to have such a strong community around me. I'm so grateful that I'm going to be a better friend this year. Like, I'm so grateful that I'm going to be better at relationships this year. Like, that's stuff to, for me to actually be grateful for because I know because of what God has shown me that that, that, that is things in my life that's going to improve. And so even just realizing how um, a change in gratitude or becoming grateful can automatically like help switch your mood. Like when you're really sitting there thinking about the things that you truly appreciate, like uh, even I've one of the, I remember one time with my dad, I was in the car and I was just saying like, I was by myself, but I'm thinking about my dad and I'm in the car and I'm driving and I'm like, there has to be things I can be grateful for. It was, I think it was a time where stuff was like really bad with us, but I said, there has to be things that I'm grateful for because of my dad and so I sat there and I thought and I was like well I'm grateful that because of my dad I got to experience a certain lifestyle um like I got to like once my dad started making money I got to uh, I got exposed to a whole different set of experiences having a maid um having a, like a nice house you got a maid <sighs> oh, never told his dad all right fresh queen of bel-air she did not live with us. She came once a week or whatever. Hey, Jesse. <laughs> you had a whole maid? Did you have a nanny too? No, I was in high school. She had a personal driver? She was having. She bro. was having motion for real. Anyways, whenever I went to my dad's house, they're like, they're gonna try to skip over <laughs> Whenever I went to my dad's house, it was just certain things that, like, because I'm living with him that I had, like, access to. Even, like, trips and stuff when I was younger, like, I started going on trips because of my dad. Um, and even just, like, so being grateful that I'm able to have those experiences because I had some people in my family who never even traveled anywhere, like, who never had been on vacations or never been, like, to different states and things like that or another country. So just, like... Okay, I'm grateful that because even though me and my dad beefing right now, I'm grateful that I was able to experience X, Y, and Z because of him. Or even just the fact that, oh, well, I'm so grateful that he is who he is because it made me who I am now. Like, if I would have had a dad that just, like, was like, oh, you want to do a, you want me to support your business? Okay, here's $1,000. Here's money for your business. If I had a dad who was like that, I probably wouldn't work as hard, you know? And so just, like, finding that balance to be, like, grateful. Yeah, for sure. I definitely have. So recently, actually yesterday, I had went to the laundromat, and I never. The washateria? The laundromat. It's the washateria. The laundromat. Okay. <laughs> so I went there, and I'm on the phone with my mom, and I'm, like, joking, talking about some, let's do this dirty laundry. Or, like, sing it every song that got laundry in it. And my mom was like, can you stop? <laughs> he was like, you're playing around too much. And, like, this one lady, 
was me mugging me because I was like laughing and smiling too much. I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know why she why she did that. But she was like me mugging me because she I don't know. I guess it was nothing for me to be happy she about. Stop being happy. Yeah. So and I was just in there just playing like I don't know. My mom, she was like, I was like, this feel like anything for Salinas because it was a lot of like, you know, people in there. Oh, so you was being racist. No, I wasn't being racist. That I was just you said that out loud. Was, if you said that out loud, it's racist. I was on the phone with my mom and I said, this feel like anything for Salinas. And then, racist. bro, that's not racist. I love people. You said if it was very Mexican in here. I, right. That's putting words in my saying. mouth is crazy because I didn't say that. Anyway, we're not going to go off topic because I'm not a racist. Anyway, so I had went to the laundromat. And, you know, I just see different people and you could tell based off of people's faces and, you know, their posture and different things. Some people may be going through some stuff. Some people may be in a good position. Some people may be in a position where they are just winging it. And so what I realized was, wow, I'm really grateful that my mom kept me out of all of this because I didn't. I didn't realize, and not that I didn't see anything. Like, it wasn't, I was just living in the suburbs. Like, I literally lived in Jersey on the street where they were selling crack and stuff before. And so, yeah, with with that, it's just, I just realized that a lot of stuff my mom kept me away from. When my biological father, when I used to meet up with him sometimes, he would have me, you know, outside walking the streets late at night, and my mom would be so irritated. But what I realized was not everybody lives the life that I've like thankfully been able to live. Not everybody has experienced more. Some people, the one lady that was in the laundromat, she may be a prisoner of her own perspective right now Mm -hmm. and not realize that she can even be happy where she is right now in the things that she has right now. She could be happy for, you know, having breath in her lungs to live another day. She could be happy for being able to, use her arms, her legs, and her hands and feet in order to even go to the laundromat. Not everybody has that ability. Um, and so, yeah, it just made me realize there's a lot to be grateful for in my life. A lot of this stuff, even when the lights went out while we were filming, is just a lot of people, some people, they live in those circumstances where this is their life. This is their perspective. They don't have light 24 7 they don't have access to wi-fi 24 7 they don't have a phone they don't have a lot of things that a lot of us that are fortunate enough to have we take for granted and we mistreat it we misuse it and so i just realized it's really nothing to complain about when there's people out there who are less fortunate and haven't been able to experience certain things and haven't been able to realize that they have the ability to do something great too. They have the ability to live on in the most, whatever they desire, they have the ability to live on in the most abundant way that they can. Even the people that be on the streets and it's super cold at night and they don't have blankets, they don't have coats, they don't have, they don't know when their next meal is coming. And yeah, it just made me realize there's a lot to be grateful for. Even how I used to, this is something that somebody had really changed my perspective on today was, I used to be so frustrated. I remember when I was 10 and I wanted to play football and all this stuff. And my mom just was not going for that. She was like, my son is not about to get hurt. 
Um, and so for a while, I kind of resented that a little bit because it was like, dang, I want to play sports, but my mom won't let me. And so, you know, over time, I just realized she was trying to protect me and she was a single mother, you know, single moms. A lot of stuff goes on where, you know, you have to protect your child because who's to say that if I did play sports, the culture, anything would have treated me to make sure that I'm I'm straight yeah. when I'm on the field and different things like that. So it just made me realize there's a lot to be fortunate for and grateful for. And there's nothing really to complain about if you have a roof over your head, if you have food to eat, if you have a car to drive, even if the car don't got air. I remember having a BMW and it had no radio and it would take mad long for the heat to get hot, yeah. but the car still moves. So that's something to be grateful for. So I just realized there's nothing to complain about. Just show gratitude in those moments. I remember uh, I was watching Myron Golden mm -hmm. and he was saying, um, he was basically, I don't I forget what the video was about, but I remember he said that every time he goes downstairs, he has already opened up so many gifts, right? Mm -hmm. Basically saying like he woke up. Okay, that's a gift that he opened. He has breath in his lungs. That's a gift. He's under our roof. That's a gift. And I feel like, um, when you keep your mind on like the things you are grateful for, then your life may go easier because it will. What you focus on expands, and so if you're always focused on the negative, this not working, I don't have this, this going wrong, this going wrong, then you're going to notice everything wrong going on in your life, and then next thing you know, that's all you're thinking about, and the way you think will be your reality. So I mean, as a man thinketh, so he will. So so he is. Mm -hmm. And so when you shift your perspective to everything you're grateful for, then your mind is on all the good things of life. And as a man thinketh, so he is. With your mind being all the good things of life, then your life will feel lighter. Your life will feel easier because you're, you're thankful for what you have. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. even if you are in a situation where you don't have lights or you don't have food, you don't have this, you don't have that, what can you find that you can be grateful for? Like, Yes, that's a that's bad, right? But I'm pretty sure there's something else you can be grateful for that you can shift your perspective to that may lighten your mood, that may lighten the situation that you're going through. Because it's bad enough to go through a situation, but it's also bad if that's all you're thinking about. Yeah. Now you're going through it now, that's all you're thinking about. So if you're going through it, that's unfortunate, and I pray that it will get better, but don't go through and think about it too. You gotta have one. Don't have both. Yeah. So think about all the good things, and eventually you'll see that start to rub off on your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, gratitude is perspective. It's <clears throat> honestly just choosing what to look at, choosing what to focus on. You know, and so even like when things happen now, well, I've been working on this for a couple years though. If something happens, if something goes wrong, I'm not about to just try and, um, I don't always do this, but I try not to just like sit there and harp on like, oh dang, this thing went wrong. Um, like last, oh, when the thing happened with, um, I was doing an order for the Emmys and it didn't end up falling through and the client still owed me like about $1,500. And I could have easily, like, I think I had talked to a friend about it, or not necessarily a conversation, but they're like, oh, how was the week? And I was like, oh, it was cool, you know, I had this issue with a client, but, you know, I was like, it's whatever, like, I'm not tripping. 
because I was like, my it, somebody could easily get to the point to where they're thinking, oh, dang, I really needed that $1,500. And in my head, I was just like, well, I did really need the $1,500. <laughs> like, in my head, I'm like, well, everything happens for a reason. I learned a lesson from it. And God takes care of me. So I'm about to make the 1500 right back. Like, whatever mm. I lose, it's always going to come right back. And literally, like, a day or two later, I saw, like, three pairs of pants. And I was like, there goes my money. So it just showed me, like, I never had anything to worry about. And so I just try and move through life. Like, I could literally be talking to someone and they ask me, how has things been? And, of course, those bad things that have happened popped up in my mind. But it's so hard for me to really just sit there and look at these things as, oh, this is so bad. Because I have, like, started to train my mind to just focus on, but look at everything that's good. So it's like that one little thing is nothing compared to all the good stuff that I have going on. Mm, that's, real. that's real. Actually, um, you wanted to. Mm-hmm. You wanted to wrap up? I mean, if you have Okay, to- okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay, so... <laughs> So um, there was you just sparked a thought about the fifteen hundred. So I recently spent fifteen hundred on some that I'm still in, but I I don't want to talk about it right mm-hmm. now. So I spent talk about it. No, no, because it, it, it includes a person. But I'm not saying. Shh. Shh. Yeah, use a fake name. <laughs> so now, okay. Uh, Boom kabat. I'll use a fake name. Okay. I so, gave you one. Boom kabat. Not boom kabat. If you don't want to talk about okay. it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, anyway, let me yeah. finish. You weren't going to peer pressure me ah. anyway. <laughs> so I spent $1,500 on something. And I realized that what the person was charging me was something when I look on their on their page and their site and stuff is not the same prices that are on the, on the page. They don't what add up. So they charged me $1,500. And How they much were, is on their site? It, the prices for like online memberships is a good like 25 57 dollars 75 they charged me like 1500 but we're not gonna go all the way into it because i'm still in it and i don't want to talk about it in depth that's right so aside from that that was something i spent that would be an investment for me um and so with that dang i probably shouldn't have said that but anyway so with that i've um y'all know i've been like working out and stuff so i've been like paying attention to what i eat all of that stuff and (laughs) hush 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 listen 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 so then um with that being said i was thinking um i'm like on the like weighing myself each and every day like paying attention and Mm -hmm. stuff and i was like transparently i was looking and i was um looking at like ways i was watching uh agent zero zero Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was watching him. He's a streamer, y'all. Yep. So he's a streamer. He was showing like ways to drop weight and stuff and all of this. And then I saw like him 500, a few other people. And then when I saw him 500 and like a few other people, they were talking about like a gastric sleeve. And then that's when I was like, oh, my, I should get a gastric sleeve. And I was like, that'll help me like drop weight. She was like, no, you shouldn't. You're not even that like you need a certain amount of weight to actually use that. You have to be like a big boy. So, but y'all, as I mentioned before, I do be feeling like I have like a little bit of body dysmorphia because one way I'll look at myself and then the next time I'll look at myself and I'll 
think two totally different Probably things. Be like that. Yeah, so I have like a lot of body dysmorphia and now I don't call it insecurity because it's not an insecurity. I'm secure with myself now, especially sure. with the weight that I dropped and all of that stuff. But it's just, I be like overanalyzing myself too much. So I was like, ma, I should get a gastric sleeve. Like that, that junk can help me drop weight and stuff. And she was like, you don't need that. For one, you're going to get sick because you need a certain amount of weight. And if yeah. you get get that, that's like, no. She was like, you're not getting that. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, I'm going to get it. You'll be looking like 50 Cent in that cancer movie. Yeah, so that, that's exactly how <laughs> That's how my dog be looking when he gets <laughs> I didn't even see him. Bro, you got, I'll show you the picture. Yeah. But yeah, so I was thinking of getting the gastric sleeve. And the point that I'm making is just being, focusing on what you're supposed to be focusing on. Okay. I'm thinking, oh, I got to keep dropping weight, all this. You didn't even realize you went from here and dropped down to here. You yeah. didn't even take, acknowledge where you came from or the amount of times of mm -hmm. how hard it took you to, when I, when I started in 2018, I started boxing. So that was me getting into sports officially um, as I always wanted to. And so, yeah, so I got to like the weight goal that I wanted to. And then I gained all those weights, like gained all this weight from the pandemic, depression, all of that stuff. Yeah. And now I'm back to like dropping weight, getting in shape again. And so I'm trying to get instant gratification by, oh, let's do a gastric sleeve. Let's do this. Let's do that. Not realizing, bro, you already accomplish yeah. something you already like lost weight you already see That's differences real. in your your features and your face and stuff like that like you're not acknowledging where you are you're only focusing on this one thing of where you haven't gone just yet you have to be patient the same amount of time it took you to gain that weight have a big back have them rolls all that stuff <laughs> like the same amount of time that took it's gonna take probably the same amount of time to lose the weight and get in shape and reach your goal and that's that's what anything the same amount of time let's say um i this remind me of donnie's story when she was um like how she lost her income and stuff like that during what was it what was the thing that she lost her the uh inflation inflation no, well the crash yeah inflation recession. oh the recession the recession yeah. my bad yeah like that reminds me of like the recession the same amount of time she was making all this money and stuff and it took her like it took her a couple months of just losing it all like that's the same amount of time it probably took to like build it back up have character development in what you're doing and different things like that like nothing in this world is just going to come to you quick and this, if it does the same amount of time that it took to come is the same amount of time that it would take to leave that's the same with getting a girl that's the same way getting a car all of that stuff so mm -hmm. You just have to really acknowledge where you are and be appreciative. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay. let them know where they can find you. Yes. Y'all can find us on Instagram at Growing Pains Pod and follow us on TikTok at Growing Pains Podcast. We've been having some viral clips, y'all. So definitely go over there and check it out. And also, if you made it this far, comment down below grateful. Comment the word grateful down below so that we know y'all watching these episodes. Okay. But yeah, so uh, y'all can follow me, Yanni Bratcher, and my clothing brand wise label. Yeah, and you can follow me at Roy Travion, and my creative agency is Royalty Made It. Let's get it. And y'all can follow me at Jayo Official and at <coughs> I am Jada Ellis. Lego Yep. We out. Bye, y'all.